This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago and beyond, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode number... Ian inserts episode number here. 681 here. Time. That is the episode number, which I, of course, immediately got right. No mistakes and no did mistakes. not need assistance. I'm going to guess. I'm going to say it's what you, 82. What's your guess? Oh, that's what, okay. Or 80. No, 82. It's Price is Right rules? I'm going 681. I'm saying 82. All right. So this is our uh, this is our goofy show. Goofy show. It's a goofy, goofy show. show. And what could be goofier than Stephen fucking Seagal? I'll tell you, man. What a way to start out. I want to put this on the big screen so people can see it. But I want to say, like, Stephen Seagal right now. How old is Stephen Seagal? Do you know? Dude, I have no idea. It's got to okay. be like Let six. Let me ask Siri and see what okay. Siri says. How old is Stephen Seagal? Stephen Seagal is 70 years old. Stephen Steven Seagal? For 70 years old. Yeah. This man has the blackest beard I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, I've never seen a man yeah. with that. He seriously, he looks like the bad guy in Superman 2. Yeah, dude, it's amazing what shoe polish can do. <laughs> it is amazing, Cecil. His hair is looking good for I, 70 years old, Tom. I'll tell you what, it's just for men. That's that's all I know. <laughs> is it, I know, for, seriously, I will not look that good at 70. No. He looks great at seven. He looks good. Also, he's a towering bear of a man. In comparison to Putin, who's like next to him as like a little guy. He looks but Putin, Putin's small anyway, though. Right. Like he is. He's, he's, a, he's little, a wiry he's little, a little guy. guy. Yeah. He's, he's a scrapper. He's not a big guy. Yeah. He's a little guy. He wears that's, lifts or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> that's why but, he poisons people. But I but but Steven Seagal is over there. Um, what is the what's the what's the headline here for Steven the Steven Seagal listening? launches Aikido Center to train Russians for military service. And I put this in the goofy news. Yeah. Because it's actually good news, right? If you want the Russians to lose. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think it's it's perfect training. It is. Yeah. Teach them Aikido. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. This is awesome. They'll stand in front of the Ukrainians and they'll be like, Hayuka waha, and they'll do their fucking wrist locks and fucking joint control and they will all be slaughtered to the man. It, it really is so far, if you watch any of the things that have happened, you could see that they keep on trying to put the tank in a wrist lock and then they get blown up. Right. That's on me. I shouldn't have. They're they trying to grab a drone. It's <laughs> dropping a bomb on them. And they're like, yeah, I'm sorry. I thought the, I could dodge. The first thing we learn is how to fall, guys. The first thing we learn <laughs> is how to fall. We learned it in our Jodo, guys. Jodos. We learned it in our Jodo. <laughs> this is, Steven Seagal is such, he's such trash. We covered him on Citation. Yeah. If you haven't listened to the episode, it is an absolute blast gem. of an episode. Go find the Citation Needed episode where we cover him. Because Eli, none of us really knew a lot about him. I had no idea. But he is kind of a giant piece of trash. Steven Seagal is a giant trash human. And uh, I thought we, you were talking about Eli for a well, second. And I wasn't going to disagree. I, I I mean, yeah. little column A, little column, column B. B. Yeah, but it 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 turns out that he's 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 not only a shitty person, he's a giant fucking liar. Right, and he's also like you know very pro, uh, like aggressive police officer. Like, oh yeah, because he does that whole yeah. uh -huh. like Steven Seagal lawman thing. Right. And they drive fucking tanks through people's houses and whatnot. Which they like gave that guy a fucking tank for a photo shoot to drive through a house. Yeah. So he could like be Steven Seagal driving a fucking assault yeah. vehicle yeah, into man. a fucking guy's house. Yeah. He's a, like, he's a total piece of shit. And I love that he's over there training their military on fake martial yeah, arts. No, it's all, it's all it's fake. It's all fake. Aikido's well, all junk. Well, that tells you, it's though. It's fucking cheese science, dude. It's nothing. But that tells you, though, like, like, how desperate Putin is right now. Yes, right. Because 
they have not been doing well. Yeah, he's feeling all. pretty under siege. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know another one to do. I was the only puns. one I knew. I don't know anymore. Oh. I'm like, I really genuinely don't know any other movies. I don't know. But he's he's at this point, he's in he's in it with this war. Yeah. And he can't back away. And Steven Seagal is there selling a dumb thing that doesn't work to him. Yeah. It's essentially, do you remember when they were selling these bomb siffer sniffers yes, to, yes, the to the Iraq, Iraq. government yep. mm -hmm. that were like dowsing rods? Yeah, that's all they, yeah, they were, they right? were dowsing rods with like a battery They were selling dowsing rods, yep. <laughs> which, man, when the, when the fucking beeper goes off on that one, you know, it, but yeah. it, seriously, they were bomb sniffing dowsing rods that did nothing. And yep. they were selling them for like $5,000 a pop. That's what this smells like to me. It smells oh, like, it smells like somebody who's just like, I can easily pull one over and then also just get his name out there, right? Yep. Like this mm -hmm. guy's a attention whore, just like anybody else. And he's like ready to get yep. his name out there and, and, you know, show how great his martial arts are as a, for that, that they're teaching it to a losing military. Yeah, I all I know about Steven Seagal is that in every movie, he manages to sneak up behind you and break your neck. That's it. That does not seem like a... Remember all those great UFCs you watched where the Aikido guy wins? <laughs> no? No. Oh, that's amazing, no. isn't it? Because no. I also remember none of those. It reminds me of those fucking, those, those videos you see, the MMA video, where some guy will just be like, He'll 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 just hold his hand out and do oh, like yeah, a thing, right. and then the MMA guy just fucking knocks him out or breaks his jaw or breaks his nose yep. within a second, just within a second, because there'll be like an MMA guy versus a guy who does like Tai Chi magic or right. something, yeah. and that magician just gets his fucking face rearranged in seconds. Dude, we knew a guy in college that did a keto. Do you remember? We I knew do. a guy in college. I do, yeah. And I remember talking to him about it one time, and I remember thinking. Like all he would, he would, he's like, oh, you got to learn these like roles and you use their energy against them. And I'm just like, somebody's just going to grab you and not let go of you. Yeah. And that's it. And then the whole thing is over, man. Like it, like it's all, it's all demonstration martial arts. It's all stuff that's like cool to watch yeah. if you do it all in slow motion yeah. and the other person like goes along with it. Well, and that's the thing is like, I, I have been practicing a Western martial art for many years yeah. of, of rapier combat, fencing, right? It's a it's it's basically period rapier combat. We use period sword simulators. We don't use like a pays or anything. They're big, heavy swords. Mm -hmm. And I've learned from a multitude of different people, some qualified and some not qualified at right. all. And the not qualified people are almost always doing what he does, which is okay, now commit to this particular attack and then I'll show you in slow motion what I'm going to do. Right. But so often when you're in a simulated, even in a simulated combat experience like I do, where we're using blunts and you're moving at full speed, hitting people with, you know, maybe 15 to 20 pounds worth of pressure, you, there, those moments don't happen. They right. just don't happen because nobody is like, comes at you with the knife like this, right? Like it just doesn't make any sense. And you know, and just as well, you like when we train rapier, nobody does the fucking full lunge and then stays out there and lets you do something right. to them while you then repost. It just doesn't work like that. And so like, I've seen so many people say, like they come up to give you a pointer and they're like, oh, what you're doing is this. And then they'll show you and be like, yeah, but that's not how fights work. Right. That's not how any of this works because it's all happening within a second. It's it's more jab than it is, you know, like going right. in yeah. and like mm -hmm. full on. And these, the, like watch these guys. It's literally all just, okay, now come at me down with the I knife. Know. Down I with the knife. <laughs> down with the knife. You got to stab in a downward direction. Yep. And if you, and, and then they just like move you off to the side. You're like, yeah. I mean, if you attack like an imbecile and then you let them throw you, I guess it works. I remember watching, yes. I, I remember watching years ago. I watched, like, I would watch these like uh, martial arts videos. This is when I was a younger, younger guy. I'd watch these like martial arts videos and I would watch these people like, would do this like knife fighting training, right? And they get these like knives, these these like rubber knives that had like uh, like red chalk on them, so you could mark when sure. you're like hurting somebody without you know actually knife fighting. And like there were like all these like different techniques on how to hold the knife and the fucking schmoo moves and the yeah, yeah. this and that. And then like there, I watched this like and the, I stopped watching because I watched this one video of a guy who's like he's like all that's nonsense. I've been to prison. Here's how it works. 
one guy's got a knife and he runs at you and it's in your belly 12 times before you blink. Before you even do anything. That's it. Nobody has their knife and you have your knife and you're set up and you're like doing this fucking West Side Story yeah. dance bull. Yeah. All of that, it like supposes nonsense sure. from the start. Yeah. And I love Steven Seagal's Aikido. Fucking train it to the Russians. Teach them how to die faster in Ukraine. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's it. I fucking love it. The story is from today. And it's titled, Can You Really Get Free Refills on Chicken Buckets at KFC? No. No. <laughs> Story's done. That's no, it. you can't. It would be awesome, though, if you walked up to KFC and they had like, like you know how they have the, the, the fountain drink thing? Yes. And you just press Thank it. Thank you. I and was then, thinking dun, that. And you could do like a suicide where you could get all oh, the mix them stuff. up. Tell me how bad. So the, the story is that you go to KFC. Yeah. And you order a bucket and then an eight piece. An eight piece. And then you fucking wolf it down as fast as you can. And you walk back up and you say, Can I get a refill? And then they're supposed to refill it. Tell me the stomach ache you think you would have if you ate more than two pieces of this chicken quickly. Tell if, me the stomach do, ache you if think. If I eat an eight piece of KFC and then I'm like, I'm still hungry Oof. for more KFC. I couldn't imagine. I mean, my, like my entire body is grease at this point. Uh, if you ever eaten just too much oil at, in a city? Yeah, like, man, that's what I'm that, saying. And, and you're just, you like, just like, and your oh body's God. just like, you need to stop. Yeah, you right. need to go, go chug vinegar. Yeah. Right, <laughs> right. We need to balance. This yeah, we're well, like, I could put yeah. a wick in my cheeks. Yeah, I'm a man. candle. Yeah, man. that's it. There's been bad. times in my life where I've been like, oh man, I'm in my own egg rolls, and then you're like, two egg rolls, and you're like, I ate too much grease, and then. You're just like, oh, I'm so full of grease. And like everything you touch and you're like every part of yes, you just like, is just it's grease. Like, it's like wicking out yes. oil out of your body. Yes. Can you if you would turn into a chicken leg if you <laughs> ate seven chicken legs at KFC? Are you kidding me? I would fucking I don't even know what I would do if this was real. Part of me would feel compelled to go. Yeah. Part of me would. You would feel, try it. Right? I would be like, yeah. I can get a free reach. Would you, this would be the bread. most American yeah. thing ever. <laughs> it really would. I, I'd i like to walk in and see that that one Japanese competitive eater wiggling while oh, he's yeah. eating it. Kobayashi guy, shuffle. The yeah. The guy would like, he would, he'd, he'd like eat a hot, he'd like fucking deep throat a fucking hot dog. <laughs> he'd take it out there and be like, whoa, <laughs> and he'd put it in and be like, and then he'd he'd do a wiggle. Yeah, he'd yeah. He'd like wiggle his body wiggle. and then he'd eat another hot, and the, the, those fucking hot Hot dog eating contest is the grossest it's thing in the world because so, the dude's just like dipping his hot dog in water, water. and then he's eating it. I'm like, and I'm gonna fucking vomit. I'm gonna vomit if I watch this. I hate those so, so much. much. Yeah. That the eating competitions and then the wasting of the food when they do that Makes on like nuts. the TikTok. I want to just grab everybody's head that's doing that and clunk it together. It makes me so mad. And then the the ones that'll take like there's this new trend. I watched one recently where this this lady's like. She takes fucking a, a can of peaches and pours it on a waffle iron. Then she just pours flour on top and then she cracks two eggs and they literally just fall right off. And then, but, but she's making a mess. Like it's not, yeah, she's right. not trying yeah. to cook anything, man. She's right. not, this isn't yeah. a, like anybody who's like debunking. That's not a debunk. She's not trying to cook anything. Right. You, it's impossible for her to cook something. She finally gets to the end and then she closes the thing and it's like, and it opens up and it's disgusting and nasty. And then she puts whipped cream on it and tastes it. And she's like, oh, it's delicious. It's a peach pie or whatever. But it was like grotesque. Like it's right. all gross, nasty shit that she just like slammed together. It's like all base ingredients right. yeah. that never were mixed and just get slammed <laughs> into, into a fucking uh, a waffle, waffle iron. iron. Yeah. And then it's gross. It's overcooked, burnt, and disgusting. Yep. And you're like, wow, that's and, nasty. You yep. probably ruined your waffle iron. And it's gross. And then she's basically just making a mess. And that right. makes me crazy when I see these. <laughs> I hate them. They make me nuts. I'm just like, it's such a waste of time. And I'm like, how does this get a view? How does somebody stop and watch this whole thing? Every time I see somebody, the first thing to do is like dump a bunch of peaches on a waffle iron. I'm scrolling past as fast <laughs> as I can. Are you kidding me? Cecil's throwing his phone God, out the window so to get away. Annoying. It. it makes me crazy. It's terrible. That shit is that shit is obnoxious. Yeah. And like I don't know, I don't know why that gets views. I do I don't know that anybody is like, oh, I'm gonna try that. I don't know what that's all for. It's just spectacle. Right. It is. It's absolutely just fucking spectacle. But I do know, Cecil, that in your world where there's just like a drink dispenser. As long as I can walk up to one and choose like legs, thighs, thighs. And then you just stay on thighs. Yeah, just stay on thighs. Just stay on thighs. Thighs are the best. Thighs, thighs are, is the best piece of chicken. Thigh is the best piece of chicken. Thigh is, it's not even close. Thigh is the best piece of chicken, hands down. 
tomorrow, and this is not releasing after, so it'll be already released. I'm releasing a, a chicken jardinere on, on Season Liberally. Oh. And for the recipe, you you take the chicken, the the, the thighs, and you pull the skin off. And then I have a, a sort of a side recipe on how to make cracklings with them. Oh, yes. Because it's the best. It like is the, the chicken, fucking like good best. chicken skin that's been lightly salt and pepper. And then Cecil? press it between two, uh, two sheet pans and put it in the oven for a while. It's awesome. It's just a awesome. Properly made chicken yeah. skin is better than bacon. It's it's very good. It's very I, good. I would contend it's better it's, than bacon. It's it's certainly up there. It is awesome. It's certainly up there. My wife loves them. Like yep, every time I, I make too. them, she's just like she's like she, like I'll I'll be making them. I won't even tell her. And then as soon as they come out of the oven, I just like her head appears right here. <laughs> it's like because they're just so amazing. It's like yeah. a, an amazing. The pork scent skin. of it like lures her in. Like she like wafts in there like a like be, a scent cloud. Like the dog the cartoon at the farmers market when we were downtown. They sold pork skins that tasted like that. That good. I'm not kidding. They tasted like they were amazing. They were like five dollars a bag. For I don't like care. A little tiny bag. Do not care. But we used to go there good? and Sarah would get a couple bags of them, and I'd be like, "No, nah, man, those are worth it. Those are worth. They are worth. They take because you know, like you go to the go to the store and you'll get a pork skin or whatever, and it's like greasy and They're weird, bad. and they taste like sawdust. Yeah, these tasted amazing, and they were cl- they had that clean taste, uh, not a like a not just a fucking yeah, heavy grease heavy taste. grease taste. Didn't taste like KFC bucket eight bucket. Yeah, man, eight. <laughs> I think KFC should do it though. I think so too. You know what I mean? Get that guy in there. Get Steven Seagal in there, Ian. You can get a lot of publicity. So speaking of Steven Seagal, the story comes from Yahoo News. Wheel of Fortune host Pat Sajak tackles contestant in bizarre moment that has fans puzzled. This he like goes full Steven Seagal on some fucking contestant. The guy was a pro wrestler and they had it planned out ahead of time. I think it's great. It is like Pat Sajak is not a young man. No, no. I have been how, watching. Hold on. Okay, how old is Pat Sajak? How old is Pat Sajak? Pat Sajak is 76 years old. 76 years old, Cecil. 76 years young, Tom. Wait, how old is Vanna White? She's got to be in her 60s. How old is Vanna White? Vanna White is 66 years old. God damn. He looks great for 66. God damn. Well, Pat Sajak looks great for 76. Man. And he's still kicking ass. And he's still, he's still doing like some Lee Major shit out there. <laughs> I love it. He's doing like the $9 million man or whatever it is. Like, I, with, with inflation, I guess he's probably the $14 million. Four, yeah, man. yeah. You gotta, you gotta bump. It was it the six, now it's the seven. And then, it's at least yeah, 14. Gotta, it's at least yeah, 14. If that, if that TV show is still running, it's a lot more. <laughs> definitely a lot more. You're into the billions at this point. Did you watch Wheel of Fortune when you were a kid? I did. My dad, dad my, my parents used to watch Wheel of Fortune. My dad watched Jeopardy every day. Okay. And uh, we would watch Wheel of Fortune sometimes in the evening. I think a lot of times in the evening. Pat Sajak really carved himself out as a as a TV host and did it for how many years? Yeah, my, my whole life. My That's the thing is like, I was, I was like, holy shit, Pat Sajak is still, because I remember living with my dad as a young man, watching Wheel of Fortune. Wheel of Fortune back in the day, like back in the day in the day, they didn't spin the wheel and get money. They'd spin the wheel and then they'd go into like this room full of prizes. And then they'd pick. And they'd pick prizes. Yeah. And they would always have like crazy weird shit like a big plaster dog statue and like all kinds of, do you remember this? Yeah, and then they, they'd they have to spend the money at a certain point right. so they'd be out. He's like, okay, well that leaves you with $86. He's like, well, I'll take the fucking dog I'll statue. Like the fucking plaster take the dog, dog statue. statue, yeah. yeah. It was, I liked it better, first of all, when they walked around and randomly went shopping oh, in the middle the of the best. show. Yeah, I love that it. Was, that was I my favorite. I loved it. I loved it, it too. Great. Yeah, that was great. But I've been watching fucking Wheel of Fortune my entire adult life, and I'm not a young man. Yeah. Pat Sajak, holy shit, and he's still fucking, he's, play, he's playing full-on bouncer guy, on Wheel of Fortune. This guy who came on is like, said he was a pro wrestler, and- I guess he and Pat had a play ahead of time where they just figured out that they're going to do a thing where Pat comes up from behind him and grabs him. And the dude's like, yeah, I'll go with it. Yeah, Yeah, I'll get the shit kicked out of me by Pat Sajak. Sounds awesome. Sounds fucking great. And so he's like a, uh, an amateur pro wrestler. I don't know what that is. I don't know how that works. A pro-am wrestler. I don't know. I don't think that works. Backyard wrestler. In any case. Backyard wrestler. You have backyard wrestling stories. I have backyard wrestling stories. Yeah. I Wasn't a famous guy. Yeah, do you, know, do you know CM Punk? Have yeah. you heard of CM yeah, Punk? Yeah, So I wrestled CM Punk at one point in the backyard of some girl named Missy's house. So Was he good? Yeah, he was. Like, well, I, I wasn't into wrestling, but my buddies were into it. And so, and I was into hanging out with my friends. So sure. they would take us, like, we'd go to this girl Missy's, like, farm party. I remember they used to put these, these, 
uh, flyers all over the same. We went to the same yeah, co junior same, college. Yeah, yeah. And so they put these flyers. Did you ever over. go to one of these? What was the name of it? It was LWF. LWF is what it was yeah, called. LWF. And I remember I never went to a single one of these. Never okay. once. They were dumber and dog yeah. shit. But like we'd go to this girl's house. But I knew it was big, like a pro wrestling thing. Yeah. And so like they had a ring in her backyard. And her like because her her parents had like farm land. And so, like, there was a big ring Somebody outside. Somebody built, like, a whole canvas oh, ring? Oh, a whole ring, dude, with the three ropes, the Did whole it have, thing. like, the thing where they bounced and shit? Yeah, the turnbuckles. No kidding. I mean, it was, like, amateurly constructed, but, yeah, they had ropes and turnbuckles. No fucking and shit. They jumped from it. And they put on, they all had characters and costumes, and they put on a whole show. And to be honest, I kind of got to, you got to admi admire the they fucking hustle. They worked their hustle. asses off, dude. You're like, you know, I admire that hustle. <laughs> I think yeah. that's a, that's kind of baller. You know it what is. I mean? These guys went out of their way to be like, I'm going to make my own wrestling fucking yeah, federation. They, it was, these guys were a bunch of chuckleheads, but this they did right. But only CM Punk made it big. Well, yeah. And so like one of the guys that did it was this, this guy called himself CM Punk. And there was all these, like his brother was there. And like these guys would do this show. You went to college, high school with CM Punk? Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. No kidding. Yeah. Well, he was, he wasn't the same year that I was. But yeah, okay. I went to the same high school I went to. Is he younger than you? I don't remember. I don't remember. I didn't know him. Be. And I will say, I never liked him. Yeah. And he never liked me either. But okay. I've had several, several like encounters with him. So he like- the shit kicked out of him in MMA. So you should feel good about he? that. Yeah. When he, did, <laughs> when he transitioned over MMA, he didn't do very well. So, but back in the day, at the end of the show, everybody that we wanted to could pay five bucks and you could get in the ring. And last man standing in the ring, like no punching or anything, but you could wrestle. And they had a big battle royale. And then they throw you over the top ropes. Whoever, stuff? yeah, last one standing gets the pot. Oh. And so I went a couple of times and I'll be like, yeah, I'll, get, I'll put five bucks in and wrestle. And so I put five bucks in and I'd wrestle around and I never won. And I get fucking hurled out of there, you know, at some point by usually yeah. more than one person. So the, the way it would work back, like when I did it, like the way it was like, they kind of find a couple of the bigger guys, like some of the guys who do this, but they grab two or three guys who grab you right away and throw you out. Yeah. And then, so you're just like, all right, I'm out. So I, I always got thrown out. Sure. But the CM Punk guy was like fucking tough and wiry. And he'd almost always be like one of the last guys in there. And so I've wrestled in a ring with CM Punk. And then like years later, I ran into him because it turned out he was friends of a friend of somebody else because he's from the same hometown. So yeah, like I actually have wrestled and he wouldn't remember me because yeah. it's just a backyard thing. Sure. But yeah, like I wrestled CM. I, that's crazy that they had yeah. that, that they had set all that up, that they did all oh, that yeah. extensive work. I think it's pretty great. It is. And then they they did a did whole- Did anybody get like really, really hurt? I think, I don't remember. I I wasn't super close that, to these guys, man, but they would fuck themselves up. Man, they hit let me each tell other you. with chairs, cut, shave each other's hair and like hit each other with like barbed wire shit. Let me tell you, man. They'd fuck each other up. That stuff like, like even just like jumping- I'm an old guy now, right. but even just jumping off like a five foot thing onto a ring that doesn't bend and you fuck your knee up or something, oh, like yeah. you can seriously fuck yourself up. Oh, for sure. But do you remember when you were 20? Yeah, no. You I'm, could do whatever. You could do whatever you wanted to your body. more bendy, yeah. for sure. When you're 20. I'm an you old man get, now. I look at that. I'm like, I ain't jumping off yeah, that. Yeah, I'm an old man now. Like yeah. I know I'm like, my latex pillow's too hard. Uh, you know? I'm like, like are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I would slither. I'd, they'd hit me and I'd slither out of there. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to the concession stand and eating a bucket of chicken. <laughs> if I finish the whole bucket, I get another bucket. I'm going in the bucket. <laughs> I just think this is great. It's from okay. the CBC. All right. So experience Regina apologizes <laughs> after criticism over new slogan, sexualizing Regina, the Regina. <laughs> what I love is that, you know, like you, when you read this article, yeah. you understand the pronunciation. You understand the pronunciation. Yeah, immediately. immediately. You understand the pronunciation immediately of Regina. Regina, oh, what is it? Ottawa? Where is it's, it? It's somewhere in fucking Canada. Ottawa's a, Ottawa's a city. That's yeah, not, I, I, it's I, maybe it's in Ontario state. somewhere. It's not a state. Ottawa, I said it's in Ottawa. Regina, Ottawa. Ottawa. <laughs> It's in Regina, I Chicago. My, I know my Canadian geographies. It's in the up north. It's up in the up north areas. I want somebody to make me a shirt that says Regina, Ottawa. <laughs> Regina. I'm sorry. I said Regina. Regina. It's Regina. It's not Regina. Regina. They, they, they try to like play with the name and they have like experienced Regina. That's a great. And like that one's okay. But yeah. like my favorites of the slogans that they picked is Regina. The city that rhymes with fun. <laughs> Let me tell you. That's great. Right. I'll tell you. It's it's one of these, it's one of these moments that you see this and you're like, 
okay, you didn't run this past anybody, did you? Like, yeah, this is you not past the 14-year-old boy test. You didn't even turn around to like the admin sitting next to you and just say, okay, so I'm thinking of this new slogan. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. I disagree. Like, I know that they're just like in the article, they're like, hey, I don't think we should have a slogan for our city that like a, a seven-year-old living here can't explain. Okay, fine, Killjoy. But like, I want your t-shirt. Uh, like, I, I want a too. shirt. A, there is a shirt. There is a shirt that says experience Regina. I want the shirt that says Regina, the city that rhymes with fun. That's a fucking great shirt. I would, the thing is like, it's like that city in Pennsylvania, like fucking Pennsylvania, where people go to buy shirts. Sure. Like there's, there's nothing there. It's Pennsylvania. There's, Pennsylvania can't have anything you want in it. Just definitionally. Yeah. And if it's there, they have to throw it into the fires of Centralia. Yeah. But it's still like its own tourist attraction because of its kitschiness. I love it. I think it's great. Oh, it, oh, oh. You know, there are a bunch of these towns, though. There was one in, there's one in the Cayman Islands. I think it's Hell in the Cayman Islands. Um, maybe I'm misremembering. One of them is Hell. There might be a hell somewhere in Australia, too. Probably. And Most of Australia. I in think the there's center. a fucking Australia, too. Pro so, yeah, so that's what I mean. Like, yeah. those towns, that shit's gold. Yeah. Like, embrace the Regina, is what I'm saying. Enjoy the Regina. <laughs> Dig deep, dive deep into the Regina. <laughs> Spend time in Regina. <laughs> Don't rush Regina. There's just one really important spot right near the top of the <laughs> <laughs> you got to get to the crest. You got to get to the crest. I don't think it exists, actually. <laughs> this is wow. This story comes from Japan today. Fukushima, the end of this, I'm going to read this whole article. Read because the, whole article. the last line is everything. These are, some of these are pretty good. This one's good. Fukushima man arrested for defecating on another person's bicycle seat. All right. The problem with using bicycles is a common form of travel. <laughs> I love that's where they start off. Has this ever happened to you? There's got to be a better it's a, way. It's a Seinfeld episode. <laughs> the problem with bicycles is... <laughs> the problem with using bicycles as a common form of transportation is that they're often parked outside, open to the environment, accidents, or even theft. These are risks everyone is aware of and takes into consideration anytime a bike is left unattended. What took place on December 15th last year, however, is quite possibly the last thing anyone would expect to happen. <laughs> To a bicycle. <laughs> really is very these it's, these it's, articles that you find, Tom, are so, written in such a way <laughs> as to be like suspenseful. There's so much drama. So much in here. shit on a bicycle seat. <laughs> like it's not like come on. Man. I need 500 I, words. I want the Reuters version. <laughs> <laughs> At about 7:30 a.m. on the day in question, a teenager approached her bicycle, which was parked outside a station in Soma Aww. City, Fukushima Prefecture. However, sitting atop the seat was human fecal matter. She immediately notified the police and an investigation was launched. Wow. I love you, who, Japan, right now who, so much. Who wants to be the guy with the magnifying glass looking at the <laughs> <laughs> Well, it does appear to... But they... they as a result... A also, Cecil, I, maybe this is just me. Maybe it's just America versus Japan. But if I went out to my bicycle and there was a fucking dookie on my bike seat... <laughs> I wouldn't call the cops. No, I wouldn't even that occur to me. That in a million years wouldn't, wouldn't occur, occur to me. Now, I'd probably call that company that cleans up after people who die. <laughs> yeah, I don't <laughs> know. To wash my bike off. What Whatever I would it is, do. I would be like, hey, you know what? I'm going to go down to Home Depot and rent a power washer. Right. And then power wash my bike and then light it on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I Like, I'm suddenly thinking, like, as I as like, as like the season uh, begins to warm up and I'm like, I'm going to go biking again? Should I bring Clorox wipes or something? I wonder, I wonder if somebody, like... They took, uh, they crapped in a bag and then lit it on fire and put it on her seat. <laughs> then they knock on the derailleur. They, they, they ring the bell twice. <laughs> As a result, a 28-year-old man who lives in neighboring Miyagi Prefecture was arrested on suspicion of vandalism. The suspect is accused of defecating on the bicycle seat sometime between 5 p.m. on December 14th and 7.30 a.m. the following day. Somebody's got a fucking, like a little thermometer in the poop. To right, yeah, there's... <laughs> 
There, like, like this is so Japan to me, right? There's a guy who's got like a whole chart on how poop decays. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Somebody's like, okay, uh, you can tell based on the uh, insects well, and the temperature. I will say the that time of defecation was sometime between 5 p.m. on the 14th and 7:30 a.m. on the 15th. No way it was later than that because uh, there's uh, definitely dew marks on the. Poop. <laughs> <laughs> We've never investigated anything in America this Man, thoroughly. Let me tell you something. Never. Never. Uh, it appears to be we are looking for someone who had uh, corn within the last 24 hours. <laughs> Did I ever tell you, like, I know I told you this story. I When I was downtown, I had my bike stolen when I was yeah, downtown. I remember right? that. Yeah. And they were doing this thing where these guys walk around and I had a one of these expensive locks on, but I only had one lock on it, right? It was a lock that locked to the back of the mm -hmm. bike. And the, evidently they have this thing where they just walk up and they they uh, uh, have like a grinding wheel in their bag. Oh my bag. God. And so the guy will walk up with a grinding wheel, pull his bag out, make it look like he's getting his keys. And then he just cuts my lock Holy completely shit. off, takes the lock with him, puts it in the bag and then just drives off with my bike. Well, I had only had one lock. It went through the frame, but right. if you can cut through it, you cut through it. And right. That's the way it works. Well, I was like, oh, great. Well, they fucking stole my bike. Well, I remember trying to find out, find a way to report it stolen. It's almost, it's it's such a labyrinthian process in the United States to even just report your bike stolen. Is it really? I had to call like three different numbers <clears throat> And then in the end, they're like, do you have any evidence? And I'm like, no. I mean, like, I, I had a bike and now I don't. So I don't have any evidence to show you that I don't have a bike. And they're like, they're like, well, we really can't help you. They were just like, if you don't have any kind of leads or anything, they're just like, fuck, we don't know. They don't do anything. Evidence of like that it got stolen? But no, but like, do you oh, have anything, like a lead, uh, uh, any, anything to help? Because they won't, they, they, there's nothing that, I mean, it's, uh, the Chicago police, I don't right. blame them. There's nothing yeah. they can do. It's a city of millions of people. There's nothing they can do. And so it's just like, it was impossible for me to even report. But the other thing too is, hilariously, after that happened, um, I called the lock company because supposedly the lock company insures your bike for a certain amount. Okay. But they had said that uh, that since I didn't have like a photo of how I locked the bike up. What the they fuck? Wouldn't, they wouldn't allow, they wouldn't replace the bike or whatever because they said their, their locks are unpickable or whatever. And I, they're like, if you don't have the lock, to show me that the lock was cut, was cut, then we won't like because because they take the lock with them. So right. I don't I don't have any proof. And I was like, well, I don't have any proof. And they're like, well, we we sympathize. We'll send you a, a new lock in the mail. And I was like, okay, fine. Well, I don't have a bike, but right, you, know, you can send I'll, the lock, and I'll go buy a new bike. Yeah, I'll lock up well, my mailbox. The fucking so at my old condo, they used to just throw packages in the in the lobby. Uh huh. Well, while they're the move, somebody's moving. One of these guys that's moving them just reaches over and grabs my package and walks on. Did with they it. steal your bike lock? They stole my bike lock. They stole your bike and then they stole the bike lock. And the thing is, is like I knew who did it. I had video evidence. Holy shit! And it was like a it was like a ninety or a hundred dollar lock. So I called the <clears throat> police office. I was like, right. "Fuck this guy, man! Right. This guy should at least have somebody talk to him." Right. And so I called the company that hired the mover, the, the moving company. I called them on the phone. And I told them that their guy stole it. They said, do you have proof? I said, absolutely, I have proof. And they're like, well, if we don't, we didn't see it. And I'm like, I can show it to you. Like, yeah, we're okay. And they kind of like hung up. What? They they're basically just, like, just were like, Whatever. I don't want to see the video. I just don't want to see it. And then, um, and then I called the cops and the cops were like, yeah, man, we're not going to do anything about this. We are literally not going to do anything. Are you about serious? This. Yeah, they, they were just, just like, like, no, we're not going to do it. It's a hundred dollars. Like, no, absolutely not. Because when they asked me the value, like, yeah, we're probably not going to do anything about this. God damn. I knew exactly who the guy was. I, uh, the, the, they would have been able to go to the company and been like, does this guy work but, here? Holy shit. They could have easily done. But again, you're in the middle of Chicago. Yeah, they got priorities. They got right? priorities. Yeah. They're not, like, they're, they, they don't care about somebody who stole a, a lock from somewhere. But it's so funny that the difference between here, where somebody right. stole like stole multiple things to me and nobody cared. Right there, somebody took a shit on a bike seat and and immediately. They, and they, yeah, they right. Got, there's a guy sliding down a pole at the fire station. <laughs> <laughs> Although details surrounding the incident are few and far between, the police were specific that the seat had been defecated upon rather than the feces having been placed or smeared in another way. Okay, that really does require a level of detail of staring at feces that I'm not willing to put in my job. How do you know yeah. that somebody shat on the bike seat? Also, just logistically, Cecil, 
really feels like you want it. You really feel like I don't know it. that I possess the leg and core and balance strength. Yeah. And just the sheer concentration to stand positioned, poised over the seat, not yeah. sitting on the no. seat. If you're sitting on the sitting seat, you're smearing shit all over. Just squish it. Yeah, you've you got to like a fucking, you made a fucking, uh, what is that? A Play-Doh fun fact. Yeah, well, yeah. I, just, and then you're just, you're like, okay, I've got to like, and you're looking around, you know, you don't want to get caught. I will say the one thing that they have in Japan and, and in a lot of uh, the East Asian countries is they have a squatting tradition where they like That's to true. squat a lot. That's they, they, true. They, they almost always, if you see them, they're sitting, they 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 squat. It's just a, culturally, it's just a thing that That's they do. That's probably true. And I that think lends that, you shit on a I, bike. And I feel like, I feel like they have a leg up. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Uh, a motive was also initially unknown about until about a day later when the suspect reportedly admitted that he was attracted to the victim and specifically targeted her bike. See, so I've, I've been attracted to people in my sure. life. And at no point have I thought, aha, I've got it. <laughs> is, this, is, what, is this what women mean when they said, I've seen some shit? <laughs> <laughs> Still better than an unsolicited dick pic. Admittedly. Still admittedly. better than an yeah, unsolicited dick You get a Mr. Pic. Hanky. <laughs> <laughs> I, can you imagine what he's like, all right, I tell you. Like, I'm just picturing like this, like, like this interrogation yeah. room yeah. and the lights and you got these like two <laughs> cops and one of them's been the good guy and the other's been the bad guy and you're sweating and you're just and like, someone's eating a chocolate right. donut. <laughs> <laughs> I did it, you got me. I took a smash all over it because I love her. He <laughs> like writes her name in it. <laughs> Roses are red. Uh, this pile is poo. I'm just, I'm just saying the birthday candle was a little much. <laughs> <laughs> Write a poem, man. Oh God. Let me tell you. Hey, I gotta I gotta put this on the big screen. Tom, it's it's a jack-o'-lantern cap. <laughs> I uh, this story comes from abc.net.au. Holstein calf with smiling face markings. Land's role is farm lawnmower for life. I'm telling you right now, if you have if it, this looks so fake. It does. This looks fake as fuck. Did you see? I should have put it in the notes. Did you see the absolutely fucking enormous cow? The like 14,000 yeah. pounds. There's this goddamn what cow. What is that? What is happening? We you guys, look at this ginormous there's cow. There's this fucking Hold cow. Cecil's going to pull it up. I'm going to pull it up on the screen. This fucking thing is so goddamn big. Should I just spell it ginormous cow? I, I showed this to Haley and I just, I just typed in enormous goddamn cow or something and it came up. Here's check. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> is that it's, real? It's fucking real, is man. Is that real? Yeah, it's Nickers the cow. Come on. Nicker, I you, don't believe dude, it. There's a fucking, like, there's a fucking Guardian article All about right, this gonna, fucking we're thing. Gonna, we're gonna find a real article. The Guardian, right there. Okay, we're gonna- Nickers the cow. We're gonna find it. Here we go. That, Look at that fucking that, thing. That is an absolute unit. Look at that. <laughs> Holy shit. We're going to zoom in. Is that real? You guys, this goddamn cow weighs 1,400 kilograms. That's a big mother. That's like 3,000 pounds, that is man. A big bitch. Like, that's a goddamn. The, the cow is six foot, is six foot four at the shoulder. At the shoulder. It's a, it's a neutered male. This so is just shy of the world record? What? How big is the world record? Jesus, man. The world record is 2.02 meters. Knickers, a Holstein fresh Frisian, I don't know what that is, weighs 1,400 kilograms or 220 stone, if you wanted to know what that was in stone. Nobody cares what it is in stone. That's not a real thing. I, this, this line from the Guardian article annoys me. This line right here. And for some reason, Knickers and his sizable existence are the talk of the internet. Making news. What do you mean for some reason? There's a 3,000 pound fucking cow Look at standing it. in a field of other cows Look looking insane. He looks like he's going to eat one. <laughs> like it seriously looks like, it looks like, it looks like the kid who should have graduated like six yes. years ago. <laughs> yes. He's like a sixth, seventh year senior in fucking high school. Right? Like all the other high school kids he's, like, ah, yeah. I'm going away he's to college next year. And he's like, hey, I uh, pass me another Paul Mall. Are you kidding me? <laughs> he's like, uh, he's got a 401k. Or whatever. 
<laughs> this uh, goddamn thing is fucking enormous. And this other cow from this other story uh, is like a fucking Holstein calf. It has that is the cutest damn. It thing. has a smiley it has a face, jack o' lantern smiley face on it. It looks like a fucking Minecraft smiley face. It does you're right? It looks like a fucking weird eight bit smiley I face. I love this shit. I love this shit. I wouldn't want anybody to carve that into it no, though. For like both, a, <laughs> like a jack. It's hard to put the candle inside. <laughs> like it really just ruins the whole thing. I love too that for both of these goddamn things, we're just like, you know, we're not eating this one. <laughs> There's no, some that'll just get past. Yeah. They just get they just get past. They're like, okay, yeah. no, we're not gonna eat this. You know, one. you know why they're not eating that three thousand pound fucker? Like in the article, it says it's too fucking big to send to the slaughterhouse. The, slaughter, the, car. the slaughterhouse, the slaughterhouse, like it'll break the chains and shit that we use. Oh. They're like, we just like they the guys are not set, like the farmers are not sentimental about this fucking cow, but they're like. They're like the abattoir is like, yeah, we don't like but, this is all mechanized. Don't you still have to fucking feed it? Yeah, they're just gonna keep it. What? They just like this fucking thing. They're just gonna keep it. They're just like, yeah, it's a, like what's a, people come out and see it for novelty. We'll charge money for people I to would, come see it. I would fucking if that was my cow, I'd be like, yeah, you could fucking come over and get a selfie with it for ten bucks. Fucking right, dude. I'd ride that fucker to work. <laughs> Are you serious? You're like that guy in fucking blazing saddles <laughs> comes in on the bull. You're that fucking guy. Uh, that's fucking amazing. That fucking cow is a fucking monster. <laughs> Look at that Jesus thing. Jesus Christ, man. Knickers is a Look great name. Look at that name. thing. See, all the other cows like, whatever, dude. It should be, they, they should fly it to like some fucking basketball mascot. Make it be oh, like a shit. basketball mascot of some kind. I don't think there is a, well, is there be, a cow? It could be a team? bull. It could be. Yeah, it Chicago could be. Chicago could take that bull. fucking thing. Take that thing. Look at that goddamn cow. You put it out on the floor. It's probably better than what we got out there now. <laughs> Can you imagine the size of the rug you could make out of that thing? <laughs> Holy shit. You make like a whole tent. <laughs> Amazing. This is the least enticing uh, war propaganda I've ever heard. This story comes from Kiev Post. Stop masturbating and go to the front. <laughs> Russian mercenary group Wagner launches porn site recruitment drive. And I guess in, in uh, uh, Russian, it just basically says, hey man, stop, stop whacking it. Start whacking people yeah. instead. Yeah. Like the video ad, the video ad says, we are the fucking greatest private military company in the world. Stop masturbating and go to the front. That's your that's your fucking war propaganda. Like there's somebody like jerking off at this moment. <laughs> at this moment, they got their dick in their hand. Someone's like, you know, you could be getting killed in a foreign country right now. And you're like, yeah, or I could jerk off. Is he is he what? doing the is he doing the this is my weapon, this is my <laughs> <laughs> There are many dicks, but this, this one, one is yours. This one is mine. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, well, I can't yeah. think of any less enticing thing to interrupt me while I'm doing <laughs> and offer me the chance to go die in a foreign country. I feel like if there was like a pop-up for an eight-piece bucket of chicken. Right, <laughs> right in the middle of it, I'd be like, no, I'm okay. I'm I said less enticing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like thighs, whatever. I like th I'm a thigh guy, what do you want? The thighs yeah. and breasts, here thighs, we go. Thighs, skin, I'm a big skin guy. I like skin on things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, this is fucked up. I, you know, what do you think about like, you know, we get a, a touch serious. How yeah. long do you, how, what kind of legs do you think that war has? What happens? Like, what's the end game? Years, as far as legs are concerned. I think just years. I think it'll just fucking grind, dude. The, uh, God, I, is it, I don't is know. Is it like they're Vietnam? You know what I mean? Like, where I think they just, this just goes, it just goes until they just decide, well, we won and they didn't win. Yeah, probably. I, I think at some point it we might the 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 problem from everything that I read and, and think about is like it's hard to imagine a opportunity to force the moment to crisis in order to to create any kind of like big yeah. shift or change sure. without escalating into you know the sort of like red line you know nuclear war yeah, scenario. Some kind of really bad scenario, yeah. But you've got essentially like the Ukrainians as as human as, as human like collateral on the one side and then the entire like financial might and military of the western alliances yeah and they're facing off against russia which has eight times the population of ukraine a much much larger economy yeah and like yeah like russia's losing but like ukraine's losing too and the ukraine has so many less people it's just a grind i don't yeah. know 
how this yeah well works. you know like and the 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 one thing that could slow it down is the press in your country being against it but in yeah. in Russia that's real hard to do mm-hmm. because anybody who comes out you know you get a little fucking poison snifter to yeah, right? your place and you know so they have a lot they have a lockdown and a control over what people can say and what people can do and you know even look at the protests that were coming out afterwards they were oh, yeah. you know beating people up and dragging people i mean it's disappearing not, people man we do this all the time yeah like we take people hell during trump's presidency they were driving a fucking black van around portland sucking people up and yep. taking them to black sites it's fucking so, insane don't get me wrong like it's not like I'm saying that that they're a, a, like some kind of crazy crazy anomaly country. Like we do that shit too, but it's it's a very strange situation because they can't. There's there's no real pushback from their people that can get really really big, right? Yeah. Uh huh. And so you're in a weird <clears throat> spot there. And then Putin, of course, is a giant piece of shit. I mean, like one of the things that you can hope for is like maybe his health goes. Yeah. I, it, I mean, it really does, like, in my mind, like, it comes down to maybe something like that. I mean, Putin and uh, Xi Jinping just met yeah. this week yeah. or last week. They seem to be buddying up more and more. They seem to be forming more and more of a uh, anti-Western alliance. Yeah. I, I, think, I think this drags on possibly for many years. Like, possibly for many, many years. I don't know. I don't know. I, I hate to say that, yeah. but like, could this be an Afghanistan? I will say, <clears throat> when this first started, though, nobody expected it to last more than five days. Yeah, this this was, and and it's like that's been amazing. And like, there's been parts of this where you're just like, yeah, fuck yeah, like, and I do feel that way, like, fuck yeah, man, like, I'm glad that the Ukrainians are are battling. I'm glad that they're pushing back. I'm glad that they're going on the. If I am, like, I think this is an egregious, morally reprehensible invasion. But I'm just like. Fuck! It's going to be hard to win. It's going to winning be long, is such a big condition. Be a long time. Yeah, man. So this story comes from mm, live.com. Michigan boy six spends a thousand dollars on Grubhub. <laughs> the doorbell just kept ringing. Cars kept coming. <laughs> this is amazing. Chesterfield Township, Michigan. The doorbell just kept ringing and the cars just kept coming. A six-year-old Michigan boy went on a wild $1,000 spending spree like he was on a game show using his father's Grubhub account, ordering large amounts of food from numerous area restaurants. The food piled up quickly for Ken Stonehouse of Chesterfield Township in Metro Detroit on Sunday night while he was home alone with his son, Mason, (laughs) with his wife, Kristen, away at the movies with friends. We're talking five large orders of jumbo shrimp, Salads, shawarma, and chicken pita sandwiches, chili cheese fries, ice cream, grape leaves, rice. And that's just some of what was ordered. (laughs) Can you imagine? And so, like, there's, like, a lot of stuff in this that that gets listed, all the things. And then he can't return it, right? Because, like, you ordered it. And, like, he actually ordered it. He did order it. Like, it's on on your app. Like, you ordered it. And this kid, what would you do to your kid if you found out a thousand dollars in grub up? I the thing is, like, he's so little, he's six. Yeah. So that's the that's the part that's like so insane. It's like when kids are that little, they don't really understand. Yeah. Like when when Haley and I were first dating, so this would be like, yeah, this would be like six years ago or so. Donovan was about nine or ten. And he got into her Amazon account and didn't really like he's only nine or ten. It's older than this kid. And he ordered like three or four hundred dollars worth of fidget spinners. Oh my God. Yeah. She's she's she was actually in Chicago hanging out with me. The kids are are back in New York with uh, whoever was watching them, I think the grandparents. And like all of a sudden her phone's like Amazon, 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 Amazon. <laughs> and he's ordering like expedited delivery and all the because he just doesn't really get it. Sure, he doesn't. You know, know. like yeah. kids don't really understand like yeah. how much money is money at that point. Like they just don't get it. I would fucking lose my mind, but I'd be laughing. <laughs> I would be laughing my ass off. I would be dying. Like, yeah. but maybe that's just because I'm super fucking privileged. I'd like, have got the yeah. shit kicked out of me as a kid. At six? Yeah. A kindergartner? Sure. Oh, rough. That's Come rough. On. I Absolutely. believe you. Yeah. I believe you, but that is still Absolutely. rough. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Oof. I believe you, but yeah, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. I would be super pissed. I would be, but also like, like I would, I would be hard pressed not to laugh. Yeah, I'd be like, I mean, at a certain point, I mean, like you just there's an be absurdity like, to do? it. What are you gonna do? Yeah, you know? right. 
I, you know, I, there's I'd this, eat, dude. I'd fucking eat. You know, there's some, there's some moments in your life where you just got to fucking say whatever, right? Yeah, right. Whatever. I mean, like years ago when I first met my wife, you know, we were dating for several months and there was a party at her house and I went like back to her place. We were at like, a, we were hanging out by like a, a fire and mm-hmm. then we went out to my car. I wanted to get my coat and we walk over and like, there was a chucklehead party across the street where like oh, a bunch of kids, yeah. like these are all high school <clears throat> kids. And they went over and they they literally took my Geo Metro. Mm-hmm. I was the only car that they did this to. And they flipped it over on its head. Like yeah. they basically just flipped it on its roof. This is just some random kids. who just fucking, like, these are like teenagers. Right. And I'm a, I'm at that point, I'm 23 maybe, I think at the time. And you know, I, I'm driving a car and the car is totaled. It's literally totaled. Totaled, yeah. And there's, and, and I remember her, her brother and her other brother came over right after it happened because she called him. Her parents were away. She was having a bonfire. But then she called her brothers like, oh my God, somebody flipped you know, Cecil's car over. And they came over, they're like, you're really calm. I'm like, who am I going to get mad at? Right. Like at a certain point, and that's how I, I think yeah. you feel. It's like, yeah. who are you going to get mad at? Right. Who can I get mad at? Yeah. Some random kid, some corn fed, you know, random chucklehead who's yep. probably on the wrestling team or the football team or some other high testosterone <laughs> right. team yep. walked by with his friends and said, wouldn't it be funny if we flipped this car over? Right. And then they did. Yep. And then they got in their car and they drove away. And then- that someone else is there to pick up the pieces, but who do you get mad? How do you yell? What do you yeah, do? Like, right. you don't do anything. You're just like, well, I guess I'm out of car now. Right. That's the end of that story. I've got to figure that out. I got to figure all that out now. And this is how, I bet you that's how this guy probably looked at it too. It was just like, well, I'm out a thousand dollars now. I better freeze some of this. That's it. That's, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that's I, hope he, like, I hope he ordered Ziplocs. <laughs> yeah. You know, he could have saved a lot of money if he had just ordered one bucket of chicken, Tom. Oh, right. And then, then he just, just could have eaten it and gotten free refills. Got free refills of chicken the whole time. See, this is why you can't Guys, trust fucking six-year-old. Get your free refills of chicken if you don't pat Say Jack a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to avoid that, maybe learn a little like keto from the Russians with and Steven stop jerking off. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's going to wrap it up for this week. Thanks for joining us, everybody, for a fun, goofy news segment. We're going to catch you guys on Monday with a regular show, uh, but we're going to leave you like we always do with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. Couched in scientician, double bubble, toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative, acupunctuating, pressurized, stereogram, pyramidal, free energy, healing, water, downward spiral, brain dead pan, sales pitch, late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, cancer cures, detox, reflex, foot massage, death in towers, tarot cars, psychic healing, crystal balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, aliens, churches, mosques, and synagogues, temples, dragons, giant worms, Atlantis, dolphins, truthers, birthers, witches, wizards, vaccine nuts, shaman healers, evangelists, conspiracy, doublespeak, stigmata, nonsense. Expose your signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information, and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.